Welcome to the WOAFM 99 radio show. It's the penultimate episode of our Christmas programming, and uh, we've got a fantastic show for you. I've got a special guest joining me. Uh, he's an artist from the Independent Number Ones of Volume 8, a Christmas special, Volume 8, which hit number one in the UK on Amazon. And uh, it's also, I think, number one. Oh, sorry, it was number one on the iTunes charts on uh, in the UK, and it hit number three, I think on Amazon's Hot New Releases charts. And the artist is John Corbell, who uh, also independently had a number one in the UK. Joining me in the studio in the middle of the show, and uh, we've got a, a long list of artists, okay? We, we, we're trying to put in as many Christmas songs as we can. It's just a couple of days to Christmas, so it's time for all the best Christmas songs. So we're kicking the show off with G. Putnam Music, okay? That's the name of the band, I think. And uh, uh, the song is called Crush on Christmas. I think this is the most sort of Christmassy, uh, happy Christmassy song that I could uh, think of. That would be a perfect start. It almost reminded me of uh, Shaken Stevens, you know, that kind of, uh, that kind of style. And then followed by Nicholas Dorn and Becky Bridge with Christmas Time Delight. I think a lot of people know that song. This is their version of it. Uh, followed by Larry Saul with Here Comes Christmas. Now, this is a bit, a bit more Americana, sort of, sort of country-ish. Uh, I've heard a lot of country-style Christmas songs. Uh, we even had a country-style, well, rather American Roots uh, sort of Christmas uh, song on the Independent Number no. 1's Christmas special, Volume 8, uh, Suzanne's Band, who was on the last show. Uh, she'll also be on our final show. So this is Larry Saul with Here Comes Christmas. Then it's Nick P.E. I hope I pronounced his last name right. You'll Find Christmas. Uh, followed by Gary Farmer. Uh, I think we've played Gary Farmer before, and this is What Child Is This? And then, of course, John Corbell joins me uh, for his lovely talk. We talk about his Christmas music and his uh, what's coming up with John Corbell and a lot of stuff. He's, he, he did really well with his Christmas song, uh, hitting number one in the UK. He hit the top 10 or top 20 in America on iTunes, uh, so good stuff. Um, so John Corbell is also on the Independent Number One's Christmas Special Volume 8, uh, followed by, you know, after the interview, we have First Christmas Loving You by John Corbell. After John Corbell, we've got Sono Ride. I think that's how you pronounce it, Sono Ride. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Lawrence. It's a very cool song. I quite like it. Uh, then it's Odella on Christmas Day, followed by Kelly Gale, Mistletoe and Holly. Now that doesn't get more Christmassy than Mistletoe and Holly. And then it's another artist from our Independent Number no. One's Christmas special, but it's not his song from the album. This is one of his other songs called Angels in the Snow. Uh, so that's Alan Corby. After Alan Corby, we've got Lee DeWise with Christmas Jamboree. And last but not least, we've got Levi Da Rosa with her song, Very Merry Christmas. And that ends the show for today. I really hope you enjoy it. And on Christmas Eve, uh, just before it turns, you know, midnight, in the UK at least, uh, we're going to have the entire, or rather quite a few of the songs from the Christmas special, Volume 8, to celebrate their number one in the UK on the iTunes UK charts. And you never know, they might also hit the American iTunes charts on Christmas Day. Fingers crossed, we're pushing as much as we can that that happens. That would be a record for uh, the Independent Number no. 1 series. But well, that's it for me. Enjoy the show. Oliver Sean, out. 
was falling, what a sight People singing silent night Houses with their blinking lights Pretty as can be Santa Claus and his reindeer It's time for some Christmas cheer A little eggnog for you dear While we decorate the tree I still live for this I still believe in this Here comes Christmas Red bows all over town Jack Frost is on the ground Shoppers hurrying all around It's just that time of year Gifts are piling under trees Time for extra charity Welcome hugs from families Relatives are here I still live for this I still believe in this Here comes Christmas When those jangle bells start to ring All the happiness that they bring to you and me It's heavenly God knows the season calls for each of us to love one and all Build bridges and tear down walls And give more than we take Peace on earth's my wish I still believe in this Here comes Christmas It's time for Christmas Here comes Christmas
right, folks, so I said I'm going to have a very special guest. Now, this is an artist who has hit number one in the UK, top ten in the US with his brand new Christmas song. And by the way, he's also on our very uh, amazing, uh, uh, I have all these lovely words for our compilation, the Independent Number Ones Volume 8, which has hit number one in the UK. And this artist is on that album. And it's none other than John Corbell. John, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm uh, here in lovely Florida, USA. Uh, I'm based out of Orlando, so I suspect my weather's a bit better than yours. It is. But, it definitely uh... <laughs> is. <laughs> so, John, uh, tell, yeah. tell all our listeners, you know, first of all, congratulations on uh, First Christmas Loving You. That's a beautiful name for a song, and it's a Christmas song. And you hit number one in the UK, my friend. That's amazing. I, I know it's it's uh, a thrill, and yeah. uh, you know we're getting uh, so much uh, response from. I get uh, texts from people on my social media saying that hey, this is our first Christmas as a couple. Oh, nice! And the song means so much to us, and That's and amazing. things like that. So it's it, you know, uh, even though you're, you know, you're trying to get that that large audience and everything, it yeah. still comes down to to one person at a time and yeah, and yeah. the music meaning something to the individual person and when you get that contact with folks and yeah. and they uh, respond one-on-one -on -one like that I, it means just as much as the number one does absolutely and and you also hit the top 10 or top 20 in the u.s i believe with the same song and uh so that's just as great news and then the uh, the song goes on our compilation and the compilation hits number one so you literally have two number ones now with that same song <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's really been uh quite a ride it's been just it's like been that terrific. so john tell tell all our listeners more about john corbell who is john corbell what kind of music do you make because you know uh, when an artist makes a christmas song you don't really know what his his main music genre is because all Christmas songs are the same. If you, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, actually you hit on something really important there, Oliver, in that, um, I'm a, a very jazz oriented, uh, singer songwriter. Uh, I have, you know, too, <laughs> I have too much respect for actual jazz musicians to try and claim to be one, but I love working with them. I love writing for them. And, uh, what I think happens with Christmas music is that uh, the kind of the normal audience out there will listen to uh, uh, classic sounding records like jazz artist records like Nat King Cole and Johnny Mathis and people like that at the holiday season and, you know, maybe won't listen to that kind of stuff the whole rest of the year. Yeah. So one of the reasons why we, we did the Christmas track was that uh, there's, you know, an audience out there at this time of year that isn't always there. And so that was, you know, a big, uh, a big, uh, uh influence on, on getting it going and, and going into the studio with it. Uh, my music is, like I said, it's uh, very jazz, uh, influenced, very jazz inspired, but I try and, and in the songwriting, you know, use the, the kind of writing techniques that, that folks that listen to pop and country and other kinds of music uh, will still respond to. So yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the closest description I can come. But I think traditional Christmas songs, you know, the ones that really make it, for example, your song, has that underlying sort of big band or not, not really big band, but very old school mm -hmm. jazz sort of feel to it. Mm -hmm. What back in mm -hmm. the day used to be called pop but is now called right. jazz, you know what I mean? 
So, right. so your music is all uh, is mostly jazz. Is that what you're saying? That your your genre? Mm-hmm. You, you yeah, can, and, okay. and the musicians that I use in the studio are all uh, very jazz oriented players. Right. Um, I was, uh, uh, I think, inspired very much. Uh, with this, uh, when Sting started doing his solo music, he, right. he brought all these top jazz players into the studio with him, Branford Marsalis and um, Omar Hakim on drums and all these great players. Yeah. And uh, it sort of, at that time, showed me, hey, this is what's possible. Correct. You know? yeah. And so I was very inspired by that. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great thing you touched upon. I mean, when you surround yourself with musicians who can do things that you couldn't do or things you can dream of but you can't really implement and then you get them on your song and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. your music goes to a different level. It's so amazing. You know, and, exactly. And, yeah, I've worked with some producers who, or, or songwriters or you know, people who write their music who are very sort of, oh, I just want this. I, I don't want this changed. And then... I go in the studio with my musicians and I go, do whatever the hell you want to do. <laughs> you know? And then you come up oh, with yeah, magic. I mean, you, know? you have to be willing to, it's, it's at, at, at root, it's a, it's a collaborative art form. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And you have to be able to, you know, it's a very rare artist, I think, that can go in and produce their own material to that degree. I mean, you know, not all of us are Prince or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of the other artists that, that were able to do that. Um, I have always, you know, I learned a long time ago to depend on, um, you know, your your production team and your producer. Yeah. Uh, for this track, I'm working with a, a fellow here based in Orlando, Mark Falchuk, who has just, you know, taken what I brought to him as the raw song mm-hmm. and just li- lifted it to a, a whole different level. You're and talking about the Christmas song. It's been a thrill to go through that process. Yeah, oh, the, Christmas. the Christmas song okay. and then a, a number of other tracks that I'm working on for uh, hopefully a release this uh, spring. Oh, fantastic. And, and uh, John, tell us more about the music you've released already. Have you got a few albums out and singles out? Yeah. Um, I, this, uh, I have three EPs that are all available on the streaming services out there, okay. uh, uh, Spotify and Apple and YouTube and everything. Um, <clears throat> the uh, two uh, two projects I did with a producer in Nashville named Art Ward, terrific producer and a terrific production team there. Uh, the the one was called uh, Earthlight, and Earthlight we purposely. Uh, wanted to take a very bossa nova, very Brazilian kind nice. of um, approach to all the songs. Yeah. So there's a lot of those kinds of rhythms on on the tracks. Okay. And then uh, the second um, release is uh, called Bourbon Street Taps, and that's a little bit more straight-ahead jazz. Okay. And I also have a, a, a video for the, the title track on that, Bourbon Street, jazz, uh, Bourbon Street Taps, okay. that... Um, uh, was featured in a number of film festivals and was really very well received just as a, a video project. Wow. And uh, so I'm really proud of that. And, um, uh, you know, that's that's still up on YouTube, so folks can still see that. It's called Bourbon Street Taps. Great. And then my third EP was actually kind of my COVID project. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did it uh, primarily at my home studio. Okay. And uh, that one's called Miss the Mystery. 
And with musicians, or did you do that solo? Um, well, I played. I, I actually did more guitar work and and uh, actual playing on the tracks than um, I did on any of the other ones. I actually uh, to, typically in the studio I won't play at all. Okay. Kind of hand that off to okay. a more competent player than <laughs> me. And uh, uh, but you know, since I was kind of stuck at home, I, I did some of the guitar work myself. And then I, I uh, have some local players here that yeah. I could either do tracks remotely with them or have them over the house and, and, yeah. and work in the home studio. And I have a, uh, a full grand piano in my house oh, nice. that mics up real nice. And, and so we were able to get uh, a pretty decent sound even though it was a home studio so I'm, I'm kind of proud of that one particularly because i, I was so hands-on with it myself yeah. how, how did that how, like i said it's called miss the mystery miss the project. mystery okay i'm very interested to know how did that album do in terms of streaming and downloads did it do better than your other two albums um i i can't honestly say that it did uh mostly i think it was uh i didn't really put the promotion behind it the yeah. way i have these other projects okay. so some of it was just you know a lack of push on it okay. on my part um but uh like i said I, I you know it's it's a project that i may revisit in that regard and, yeah. and uh, the reason uh, uh, the, re the reason i ask about that is because i recorded two albums during covid okay and both those, those are my, uh, you know, I always do rock and acoustic rock and Americana. Right. And then I said, I want to do more blues because I'm a blues guitar player. I love playing the blues, right. Eric Clapton and all of that. So I said, let's collaborate with some of my Grammy peers, you know, I said, let's get them mm -hmm. together. But obviously, because they're all abroad and everything and it's COVID, I said, hey, we can do this. Let's do remote recordings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Both those albums... Uh, hit the Billboard Blues album charts in the top 10. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, fantastic. And these are COVID albums recorded in mm. the garage, <laughs> you know. Right. Of course, mixed well, and I mastered that, at Million yeah, Dollar Studios. I think but, that you know. just like we were stranded yeah. doing the, um, you know, during the COVID, the, you know, the, the audience was too, and there was yeah. an appetite for... Exactly. Uh, yeah, for things from artists that they, you know, that yeah. they're, they're you're into. I think people and, just uh, wanted to to support the artists that they liked, and they were, and yeah. I sort of uh, brought these uh, fans, uh, you know, into yeah. the project, saying, "Oh, which song should yeah. I do? Do you like this? Do you like that?" And they were like co-producers on the album almost, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. really worked, yeah. I think. Uh, so in a way, the COVID projects I think worked better for, not better, but it really worked well because of all that time and you know the connections that we made uh, and it's it's quite ironic the connections when you can't really connect you know mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> no it, it was yeah. a whole new uh, yeah. approach to working for for everybody and yeah. it, you know it was a challenge Absolutely. and i think that yeah. a lot of artists really rose to it i mean i i was also and i didn't do enough of this myself, but I, I saw some other friends of mine yeah. uh, be very effective with uh, you know, putting together these streaming concerts. Um, right, yes, yes, I know that, yeah. I do that and, as well. Uh, yeah. you know, and and uh, the, the, uh, there were some really terrific shows that you could stream yeah. that uh, you know, were coming from people's homes or yeah. um, I, I, one of my favorite artists, a vocalist, uh, a, a top uh, worldwide 
uh, favorite jazz uh, vocalist, Kurt Elling, oh, yeah. who I'm a real huge fan of. I just saw him in Manhattan the, uh, last Friday night. Um, he did a series of concerts from uh, this front porch in, I think, in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I watched a couple of those, and they were terrific. And there's just a, a you know, couple of his friends on the front wow. porch of this house, yeah. and uh, they just tearing it up it was why, great. why didn't you why didn't you go stream or why don't you still consider going streaming with the grand piano um, in the house well, I, actually that's you know all things for the new year here that uh, you know i i'm yeah. uh planning to to yeah. accelerate nice you know, nice. You know especially uh, with this new record in the pipeline i'm, I'm yeah. gonna do a lot more of that and that is a jazz record again yes okay. yes now we we work a lot with jazz uh, jazz albums we, we've charted you know sort of helped chart a lot of uh artists on WA who do jazz and they hit like the top three on the jazz album charts on the billboard charts and all that so we really want to hear some of your jazz stuff john so see that you send well, me some we'll of your top to you, songs that's for sure send me some of your top songs we'd like to put it on the new in the new year when the season 23 kicks off yep yeah so john uh, what are you working on what's the name of the new project that you're working on which comes out in spring well uh the title track this point unless i i change my mind <laughs> okay. uh is is called falling feels like flying okay that's interesting can you tell us more about and, uh, it um well yeah I, I you know i've i've had uh a whole you know pile of songs that um for one reason or another didn't really make it into some of the prior projects yeah. that i did so some of these songs you know i've had a while and I uh, got together with uh, Mark Falchuk, uh, the producer that I'm working with, and uh, he, he reimagined them in, in some ways that, that made them a little bit more viable than they were when okay. you know, I looked at them before. And in addition to that, I've, gotten, you know, so I've done some new writing, some new songs yeah. that are going to be part of the package too. And uh, so it's, uh, it's coming together very nicely, and it was really very much a result of the Christmas track. I mean, right. uh, I brought these guys into the studio with the intention of, you know, getting the, the Christmas track together as a single. Yeah. And while we were in there, we worked on one, one other song in that particular session, the first session that we did. Right. And it just gelled so well. It went so well that I just realized, gosh, I'm onto something here. Yeah. I want to keep these guys together. And we've had uh, three full... Uh, sessions here in Orlando um, since that initial one, and I'm, I'm going to do one more full session for the album um, sometime after the first of the year here, and then yeah. begin the process of uh, you know mixing and yeah, yeah. you know an overdub here and there. And um, but really, it happened because of the Christmas song because it, it just went went down so well, yeah, and uh, I is... wanted to keep these guys. Yeah. Oh, speaking of these uh, guys, together as a rhythm section, you know. Speaking of these guys, you said that you had a gig last night uh, at a jazz club yeah. with the same guy. Yeah, there's a jazz club in Orlando here called Jazz Tastings that uh, right. uh, these guys kind of have a residency at, oh. and uh, I go and do part of the show maybe yeah. once or twice a month uh, as part of that that uh, residency that they have. So, so they're almost like a band now. Yeah. That's, it feels like it, and if it wasn't for so many of the other projects and, and commitments that these guys have, yeah. 
uh, it would be wonderful to have them as a, a full-time thing. And uh, yep. But uh, when we are able to pull it together, as it is with a lot of jazz players, uh, you know, uh, that chemistry that you, you establish, uh, you know, is always there. Correct. <laughs> That's what it is. Anyway, yeah. so John, uh, before we go, before we uh, play First Christmas Loving You, uh, do you want to plug in your social media and your websites for fans to go to? Of course, sure. <laughs> well, uh, I do have my own website, of course. Yep. It's johncorbell.com, J-O-H-N-K-O-R-B-E-L.com. It's right. my, uh, my own website. And then, of course, I have uh, uh, John Corbell Songs on Facebook, at John Corbell on Instagram. Okay. And I encourage everybody to to follow me. Uh, of course, I have a YouTube channel and you know all of it. So, so it's, uh, YouTube I try is to make also... sure that the, the music is out there on every platform that I could get it on. Nice. So YouTube is also John Corbell, just one word, yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay. Are you on Twitter as well? Um, yes, yes. That one's John Corbell Songs, I think. John, John Corbell Songs. Okay, great. So you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll try and link those sort of... Uh, uh, social media sites and your website to uh, the show notes on the podcast version of the show. Great. Right, John, so we're looking forward to listening to your jazz music on the show in January, okay, in the new year. We're going we're gonna to start pushing some of your jazz stuff, uh, mm -hmm. mainstream jazz stuff that you do. And it was great having you on the show, John. Oliver, it was a pleasure. It was this a pleasure, was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope we can do it again soon. And when I'm on tour the next uh, next time in the U.S., I think it'll be next year, uh, middle of next year, I'm hoping to pop into Florida, and uh, maybe you can come on stage well, and jam I'll, with me. I would be thrilled. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's do that. Hey, I and, forgot to, uh, I, I forgot to ask you. I'll keep track of your schedule when you post it. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, uh, I forgot to ask you a very important question. What instruments do you play? Um, mainly a guitarist, okay. um, but uh, you know I have uh, you know I have enough piano to kind of yeah. use it as a as a writing tool and, right. and uh, you know can kind of chord. But I I've, I don't perform as a pianist. But you've got a grand piano and, at uh, home. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a grand I piano. For, yeah, I put that in for the recording studio. Oh, it's right, okay. for other people to play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. For better guys than me to play. <laughs> Well, I'm, hope, I'm hoping to hear you playing a bit of that grand piano on your next album that comes out. Yeah, in spring. well, it's it's kind of my prized possession. It's nice. it was um, it's a Kimball and it was built in 1902. Okay. And I've had some pianists that say that they like it better than some Steinways they Seriously? played. So wow. I'm I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I'm sure that's just gonna you know the value is just gonna keep going up. That's 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 one thing I about. Hope. <laughs> instruments you know I, I think that's art like you know how you guys get you know guys going out buying art i think buying mm -hmm. high-end sort of investment grade guitars and pianos mm -hmm. as a musician mm -hmm. that makes more sense to me because yeah 10 years from now uh, i could sell one of my limited edition es335s for double the price oh yeah you know yeah and it's a yeah. good investment you know it just is yeah so, anyway, on that note, here is John Cabral with First Christmas Loving You. Your Christmas Eve guests have all gone So I'll pop some Dom Perignon And hold you close in the candlelight Of this very sweet and special night The gift I'm giving you is really for me because of that smile 
that I'm hoping to see when you unwrap what I've slipped under your tree for this first Christmas loving you yes at first we were a summer affair but by September an inseparable pair and I know so much to share on this first Christmas loving you now who's gonna eat all of these cookies you've been baking is the gingerbread house for you and me your chocolate chip treats are almost as sweet as these new memories I know that we're making not that we ever needed mistletoe such formalities we tend to forego but it's my favorite tradition you know for this first Christmas loving you I fight back a yawn White Christmas is on It's all the better For the chance to hold you Not that we ever needed Mistletoe Such formalities We tend to forego But it's my favorite tradition you know I feel this wonderful glow I don't know how else to show all of the joy your kisses
children play without a care Oh, be merry, it's that time again Peace on earth, goodwill to man above your door Snow where flowers were before Carolers sing silver bells It's Christmas time and all is well Oh be merry it's that time again Peace on earth Hello. 
in a pear tree so if you could make time to visit my house I left a cup of milk and a few cookies by the door just for you and I know you're busy bringing the world joy and holiday cheer but the elves plus myself we miss you have a very merry merry Christmas have a very merry Years ago. 